T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen. On the fan. It is a final from Miller Park, and the results are so sweet as the Brewers walk off against the Chicago Cubs. It couldn't get any better than that. A walk-off sacrifice fly by Ryan Braun in the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Brewers beat the Cubs. Welcome, everybody. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Austin, Texas, and a Brewers victory in game one of this three-game set. Now just 18 games remaining here in the 2020 championship season and a 20-22 and record. How about the pitching in this one? Not on their side. On the Brewers' side. On the Brewers' side, not only this game, but last game. Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. A one-two punch. I mean, they're trying to go toe-to-toe here. Each of those guys in their their last performance, Woody, tonight, Burns on Wednesday, seven innings of one-hit shutout baseball. Gives the Brewers an opportunity to not only stay in this thing, but maybe re-up their goals here. As you move along, that's how big every single win is. That's that's how big it is. Uh, we'll have the scoreboard. Uh, we'll check the scoreboard in just a little while and see what the Cardinals did. But again, the Brewers finding themselves just a couple of wins away from being back in the division race. Not not just trying to get in a wild card. Not just trying to overtake second place with St. Louis, but trying to overtake both the Cards and the Cubs. For first place. Now, again, it's one day at a time. It's one step at a time. But Brandon Woodruff, how about it today? Just when you needed it, you got it. And the offense, somewhat frustrating a little bit. But they do enough in that ninth inning. I mean, the table was set. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Ryan Braun knew he was going to win this game. You know that Ryan Braun knew that he was going to win this game. Ryan Braun was peacocking that whole time. He relished in this thing. That dude, this, see, this is why Ryan Braun needs to play baseball. Because he has an impact in these tight ball games. He has an impact in one-run ball games or two-run ball games. And he gets it done tonight. I, I, as much as I know about Ryan, Ryan Braun, he was loving this situation. The the clutch gene in Ryan Braun is just amazing, isn't it? One of the better clutch hitters that you've seen in a Brewers uniform ever. I mean, it's just it's truly amazing. Welcome everybody, Baby Shade and Blind post game show as the Brewers get a one zip walk off victory over the Chicago Cubs. They got to be frustrated here. They certainly do. And look out, if the offense is on that roller coaster ride, look out against Hendricks tomorrow because I see the Brewers putting up a bigger number tomorrow. I mean, they, they got one just enough, Craig Council said, not more than a week ago. May not be perfect, we just need to win. And that's what they did tonight over the Chicago Cubs. Let's go over our uh, game recap here. If you want to join the conversation, 414-799-1250. Are you still reserving some hope? For not just a second-place finish, not just a postseason appearance, but maybe a first-place finish and doing a little damage. Hey, stranger things have happened, guys. They have. I'm just wondering if that's a pipe dream based on seeing this offense uh, do what they're doing through 42 games, now just 18 games left in 16 days. There's only 16 days left. 
in the 2020 regular season. That's 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 some crazy stuff. But it's always as as you guys know. You don't hear many broadcasters uh, just say they hate something. I mean, you, you really I I hate the Cubs, and I'm not afraid to say it. It's okay for a fan to say they hate the other team. You don't hate the person. It's not like I hate uh, Anthony Rizzo personally. Wilson Contreras, I might. No, I'm kidding. It's not like I hate these guys personally, but I I can hate the team. It's okay. And this is just all the sweeter when you can just just walk off on them and just, nope, not happening. See ya. See ya, boys. 16 strikeouts of Cub batters by this Brewer pitching staff. A couple each by Devin Williams and Josh Hader. And then Woody strikes out 12, seven innings, one hit, 12 strikeouts. An error almost cost both of these teams, really, uh, earlier in the game. 414-799-1250. The Cubs came out. I could, you could tell right away, guys, those of you that follow this sort of thing. I do. I follow the games in the game. Uh, and what I noticed, uh, Ian Happ. And and the Chicago Cubs offense, they they literally tried to attack from the start. Actually worked into Woody's favor because it because it kept that pitch count down. They went in order, very aggressive. Five pitches to Hap. He swung at four of those five pitches. Bryant saw three, and he swung at two of those pitches. Rizzo saw one and swung at that pitch. So, again, they're trying to ambush and attack Woody, and and Woody throws eight pitches in that first inning. So it actually helped him extend his outing. Uh, Leadoff base hit by Avisail Garcia in the bottom of the first inning. Strikeouts to Hira and Yelich. Then a ball hit in play by Jerko. It's an error. First and third, Braun for uh, two-out possibility right there. Works at full, but he, he bounced out there. I'll get a better chance later on in the game with first and third, that's for sure. Woody hits the leadoff man in the second inning. Two outs later, an error by Urias. Eerily similar to the Cub defense. Puts runners at the corners with two outs. But a big strikeout to Caratini. Gets Woody out of that. Brewers in order in the bottom of the second. As as you move toward the third inning, um, no score. One, two, three for Woody right there. Crew a one-out walk to Garcia. Then a line out by Keston. He hit a rocket. Yelich strikes out for the second time in that inning uh, into the fourth, scoreless. One, two, three for Woody in the fourth. Another strikeout. Five to that point through four. To the bottom, no score. Brewers a two-out double. Hustle double by Lando, but Uria strikes out to end the threat. Into the fifth inning, scoreless. Woody strikes out the side. He did hit Caratini in the inning. Counts didn't challenge there. I wondered about that, guys, with, you know, four and two-thirds in, in the books, and he's got a no-hitter going. And you just wonder if you want that count so bad. I, I don't know. It, it grazed him. Maybe they get the call. I was curious about whether Counts was going to go ahead and back that up for Woody, uh, but he didn't. Uh, Woody strikes out the next batter, so no-hitter intact. Scoreless bottom of the fifth inning. Leadoff walk to Tyrone Taylor. After a Nottingham strikeout, Garcia with a base hit. Looked like a hit and run right there. It really did. First and third, just the one out. Keston up. You going to play this out, Craig? You going to push the gas pedal? What are you going to do here? Garcia tries to steal, and he's thrown out. I didn't understand that play. Maybe it was a missed sign on a hit and run. I'm not sure. Maybe it was a straight steal. I'm not sure. Lester is... uh, not real good at throwing the first. You can get a pretty big jump on him. But first and third with one of your better hitters up in that fifth inning, I uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, Keston strikes out. That's that. Is that the turning point? No. No score into the sixth inning. Brewers into some trouble. Woody's no hitter is gone in the sixth, leading off a base hit by Ian Happ. Again, aggressive. Um one out, a strange play. Keston Hira with, well, I think what should have been an error. He, he goes to second base. A uh, little bit wild on the throw. It's ruled as a fielder's choice. I didn't understand the official ruling on that. First and second, one out. Then a pop-up to Contreras. Ground out by Schwarber. Woody, big time. Sixth inning, 
worked out of that jam. That's one of the turning points with Great Lakes Dragway turning uh, turning point. Uh, one, two, three for the crew. Bottom of the sixth inning, including Yelly's third strikeout. Lester has thrown six scoreless to that point. Well, really? A 580 ERA? You're coming off of facing a lefty. You're coming uh, coming off of 19 runs, and you allow that to happen only in a Cub Brewer game. Woody dominating in the seventh inning. Strikes out the side in order to complete his outing. 12 Ks and just the one hit, seven scoreless for Brandon Woodruff. Wow. Uh, into the bottom of the seventh. Kimbrell in for the Cubs as uh, he pitches a 1-2-3 inning to the eighth, and we stay scoreless. Devin Williams coming on, and whew, gets a ground out, a strikeout, and then Chris Bryant almost takes him yard. Almost. It stays in the park for a triple. Wow. Hard skip to beat. That's the first hit Devin Williams has given up since August 14th. Opposition hitters, 0 for th- their last 31 against Devin Williams before that triple. A strikeout to Rizzo. Huge strikeout by Devin Williams to Rizzo. Rizzo had no chance on that changeup on the K. Rowan Wick, a scoreless bottom of the eighth inning. In order for the Brewers, Josh Hader on with the top of the ninth inning. Hader, a couple of strikeouts. 16 strikeouts for Brewers pitchers tonight. Scoreless to the bottom of the ninth inning. I think I recall being at a game with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer in which Jeremy Burnett's, I think, walked off for a one-zip win. I think someone might want to check that for me. Stevie would know because that was his pick to click. I lost some cash to him that night. Burnett's, I believe, won at one-zip. Now, it wasn't a a one-zip solo shot. Lead-off walk. Uh, to Christian Yelich in the bottom of the ninth inning. Jed Jerko, then with a base hit. First and third him, Jed. There you go, baby. And then David Ross goes to Jeffress from Wick. Um, and and, and it pay, he paid the price. He paid the price on that going to J.J. Now, I've been predicting, Austin, you can verify this. I've been predicting Jeremy Jeffress would blow up by the end of the year. Maybe this is the start of that, right? Is that is that possible? I hope so. Now would be the best time for him to blow up. He did it. He did yes. it when he played for us. Yeah, the true, true. He did. Uh, so you got first and third. They go to Jeremy Jeffress, Ryan Braun. This whole time in uh, in the pitching change, I was telling you, um, Austin, that uh, you know during during that time frame right there, Braun, he was just kind of loving that situation. He loves that situation. I love it because he loves it. You want a guy that wants that situation. And uh, here's what happens. It was first and third. It was nobody out. Come on, Brawny, end this thing. Fly ball, center field, and should be deep enough. Hayward back, makes the catch. Yelich tags, and this ball game is over. Ryan Braun comes through for the Brewers with a sacrifice fly, and the crew takes game one against the Cubs in this huge weekend series. Amazing. Jeff Levering and Bill Schroeder, Fox Sports Wisconsin right there. Uh, A huge game, as Levering just said. Are you guys into it as much as I am? Because I'm not sure that I'm not sure that everybody is, and I really, I really can't control that. We can't control that. But those of you that are in the nuts and bolts of this, like Austin and I, Sam Schmitz and I, you guys, by virtue of listening to this, are probably into all the, the, the strategies and the philosophies and the, the games within the game. I love that. That's what I love about this. The... This team has a shot, and I'm telling you that right now because it is a crazy season, and they do have a shot. And we'll see if the September magic can happen again, but, man, every game, every day, day by day, this is, this is a grinder here. Craig Council, you don't have to be perfect. You just got to get the win. They definitely weren't perfect tonight, but they got the win. 414-799-1250. The Chevy MVB is brought to you by Chevy, the new 2020 Chevy Silverado. You can check it out at your local Chevy dealers or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. 
Uh, that is a Brandon Woodruff. You're not in the situation for Brawny to win it. We'll give him a little award a little bit later on. But Brandon Woodruff, we've been waiting for this. A gem, a beauty against that Chicago Cub team. We'll get in a call or two here before we uh, hit the break. We're going to hear from Craig Council. I would assume Ryan Braun as well. I would assume Brandon Woodruff as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's confirmed. We will hear from Ryan Braun. Uh, stick around for that. But, Brawny, this is exactly why I've been griping and complaining about Brawny. You need to play. If you can't play, you can't play, and I understand it. I, I guess deep down, if you're hurt, you're hurt, and, and that's the problem. We just don't know. But are you guys as into it as as uh, as uh, Brewer fans, uh, you know, that really have reserved at least some hope to revive this season? Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're first up, Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Awesome game. I listened to it from start to finish. Uh, it's raining, so my brother-in-law didn't have the garage TV on, so no cold beers. But um, I, I loved it. I thought, you know, obviously we wish they would have scored a little earlier. Yep. But I loved that he put uh, Hader in, in the ninth, and I thought, you know what? Yeah, why not? Use Hader, keep him scoreless, and we'll win it in the ninth. And that's what yeah. happened. Yep, I, it it really, Mike. I'll keep you here real quick to respond. But I I wondered if he was going to go back to Williams for the ninth, just in case they had to play extras, and then go go to Hater for the tenth. I wondered about that. I liked I I I, I liked the move. I really did. I thought uh, I thought yeah, go for it. Um, Williams is it, the the relievers are all pitching good, but you know you've been talking about it. You know, go for it, and that's that, that's what we did. We used Hater, and I I I thought Brown was going to hit it out of the park. I knew he was going to end that game. I knew yeah. it. You knew it. Anyone who knows anything about Ryan Braun, that game was over. I don't I'm care. I'm, a little, oh. I'm getting uh, way. Pumped all right, up. all right. You t- you take it easy, Mike. I don't care who was on the mound right there. I really didn't care. Put 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 God on the mound right there. And Brawny was going to win that game. There's no question in my mind. Austin, were you convinced he was going to win that game? Yeah, we were talking about it before it happened. Um, I, I called it before the inning started. I said, Brown's going to walk this off. Granted, I thought it was going to be a walk-off double, but I will take the walk-off sack fly. Wins a win. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and that's one of the contributing factors. I wonder if Craig Counts, we're going to hear from Counts coming up, but I wonder if that was the contributing factor to go with Josh Hader right there because you had Yelich, Jerko, and Braun coming up. You had the heart of your order. And I, and I would say that probably, yes, he was going for the win right there. I mean, had it been down toward the bottom, some, you know, um, semblance of a, of a, you know, Urias, a, a Nottingham or, or whatever, no, no real major pop down there. I think he may have stuck with Williams to see if he could get away with maybe getting one more out of Williams if your offense didn't score, Hater to shut down the 10th, and then go flip, flip the lineup into your into your guys with Slug. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I wonder if he's going to talk about that. I think that's why he went for it. 414-799-1250 to uh, let's go to Jim. Jim in Chicagoland. What's going on, Jim? Oh, how exciting is this tonight? You know, I, I always love it when we can beat the Cubs because I can walk around town and wear my Brewer stuff and not have to worry about getting the comments. Um, but you know what? It, this season, I, I honestly, it, it didn't really occur to me until earlier this week when um, I heard people talking about, well, the playoffs start uh, at the end of September. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's not that much time left. Um, and I think at this point, all we got to do is uh, – chase the Cardinals at this point, and we're, what, a game or so, or a game or two behind them, and we've got a series against them coming up, so I, it, the most exciting thing is just just watching that, and it's like, let's just land in the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, Jim, there's uh, the, these two games against Chicago, and then five and three, five games in three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, two of them double headers. I mean, that, so that that's a total of eight games here. And you got through the first step of that. Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. We can only, you know, sweep the series if we win the first game. And we yep. did that tonight. 
everything lined up, and now we'll, we'll play tomorrow. And we'll take that game, and then we'll go to the next game. That's, that's how we have to look at the, the rest of the games this uh, year. Did you, uh, Jim, let me ask you this. Did you feel that Ryan Braun was going to win that game? Because there was plenty of time. You see, you're sitting there with first and third. Then there's a mound visit. Are they going to stick with Roan Wick? Are they going to go to Jeremy Jeffers? Jeffers is ready. They're showing Jeffers. All this time, Brawny's just sitting there. You have time to process it and digest it. It's first and third. It's nobody out. In comes the new pitcher. It's Jeremy Jeffers. Throughout that whole time, it had to be. It felt like it felt like a day and a half, really, to me. But uh, oh. throughout that time, I mean, did you did you have any doubt Ryan Braun was was not going to win this game? Oh no, not at all. I mean, it, it was set up for him to do what he does, and uh, it, it was an awesome thing. And, and I and I caught the game on the on the app, so I listened to Uke make the call. It was like a throwback to the old days, and uh, it was it was awesome. And, and there was no doubt that first and third, no out. How can we not win this? You know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. With one of one of your just legendary guys up there, Jim. Always a pleasure, man. Take it easy. Enjoy this victory. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Your reaction after a Brewers one zip victory, a walk off win. Let's let's hear that again. It's just so sweet to hear the the walk off. And you know that's the thing about playing the Cubs and you win. You don't have to check the scoreboard to see if the Cubs lost or won. You you, you just know you get the you get the best of both worlds with just one swing of the bat with Brawny. Fly ball, center field, should be deep enough. Hayward back, makes the catch. Yelich tags, and this ball game is over. Ryan Braun comes through for the Brewers with a sacrifice fly, and the crew takes game one against the Cubs in this huge weekend series. Amazing, Christian. It is a huge weekend series, guys. Step one, check. Going back at it. Game two tomorrow, 414-799-1250. That was your turning point because it turned this into a victory with the legendary Great Lakes Dragway, the turning point brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway. Track uh, rental and event information at greatlakesdragway.com. I I, I was uh, out for a little bit last night, um, and I get... How are the brewers doing, Tim? (laughs) And it shows you the interest level. We're the hardcores. You listen to this show, you're a hardcore Brewer fan. I I get that. I get that. And even if you listen for entertainment purposes, and you're not that bunch of a Brewer fan, but you listen to hear Tim Freak out or whatever, that that's cool too. Uh, but for the most part, everybody listening to this show is way into it. But I get questioned like last night. When it was, hey, Tim, how are the Brewers doing? How do you not? There is a pennant race here. There is a playoff chase here. There is a, I'm not going to tell people what to follow in their personal lives, but normally they would know, and now they don't. Crazy times. It is definitely crazy times. Brewers with this victory, 20 and 22. After hitting their low water mark of four under, they rattle off the two wins. Wednesday, 19 zip. Tonight, one zip. Only baseball. <laughs> Only baseball do you get things like that. All right, Greg Council coming up. You want to join in here? If you're on, on hold, sit right there. We'll get to you after the break. Brewers walk off. They beat the Cubs tonight, and we're talking about it here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. The Brewers, again, uh, dangerously close to maybe really a legit kind of no-hitter type situation. Seriously, with Burns, what he did on Wednesday, seven innings of one-hit baseball, striking out 11. All right, Woody follows that up. Seven innings of one-hit baseball with 12 strikeouts. That's some good company. That's that's a good time. This is a great time for this team to get hot. I will tell you that, and that, that goes without saying. 18 games left, and there's just 16 days left in the regular season. They're in this thing, guys. They are. 
And, and we'll slowly see if, if they continue to hang in there. You know, you're not going to go on a uh, what would be then a 20-game winning streak here. You win on Wednesday, win tonight, 18 left. That's just not going to happen. You're going to lose some games here. They stay in this thing. More and more people are going to jump aboard. I understand you've got your uh, your football season upon you. Uh, Packers football. It. Uh, I, I know where that. I know where the packing order is here collectively. But outside of that, that's a once once a week thing. I know it's com- conversational throughout the week. I understand that. But as the Brewers stay in this thing, I think the hype is going to rise just a little bit. It has no choice but to do so because we're going to forget about the 60. Forget about the 60-game deal. Forget about uh, all that is crazy that's happening. Universal DH, the uh, extras rules, those types of things, all these hitters. Uh, You know, big names. You look across the diamond there. um, You know, Rizzo is down around 210 or so. Same with Chris Bryant. And look at Yelich. And you look all around the league and... Bellinger and and some of these other big names, that that all goes away, doesn't it? It goes away once you start dwindling down the games. And now you take a look, and now Fox Six TV is going to be out front. CBA, the Brewers are in a position with four games left. To you know, you fill in the blank, but and that's okay. What there's plenty of room on the bandwagon. I never did like. Austin, just on a personal note, I never did like uh, when a Brewer fan says, once you jump off the bandway, you can't jump back on. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but, I mean, you got to stick with your team through thick and thin. Well, jump aboard, though. I mean, I can't. The more, the merrier, but that's (laughs) my personal thing. I mean, you got to stick with them through thick and thin. So how are the Brewers? uh, So anyway, Tim, how are the Brewers? Can I get you you a beer? Uh, Anyway, Tim, how are the Brewers doing? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you grab you know, that beer first, and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, get the beer here. I just walked in. Come on. It's, it's my night off. 414-799-1250. Uh, before we get to the numbers here, uh, let's get to uh, Todd's been holding on. Hey, Todd, nice win over the Cubs. Oh, howdy, Timmy. What a beautiful win over the Cubs. I, I, I'm going to um, – I think I, – I, I don't know if I'm going to go out on a limb on this one, but I think uh, this this – might have been my favorite game uh, of the year so far, just with uh, with all the cat and mouse and, and the great pitching. And, you know, I'll, I'll agree with you and, and, and the rest of us guys out there that think the same about Brownie when I, I honestly, I wouldn't have wanted that game in, uh, uh, in anybody's hands but him. And then when I saw the defense they put up against him, you know he was going to do it. He was going to either hit a home run or a, or a high fly ball to, to get Yelich in. That was just obvious. It, it was obvious. I knew, we knew, those that know Braun, those that have followed Brewers baseball, those that just just follow all of this throughout his, his, uh, his great career, you knew he was going to win that game some way, shape, or form. And it made, you know, it was magnified because it was the Cubs. He kills that team. I mean, he, uh, now, on the, on the well, other hand, if Todd, if we play the what if game, how frustrated would that have been had the offense not come through in that ninth inning, first and third, no out? Oh, that would have been that, that would have been just brutal. And, and if I can make a, a, just maybe two quick comments to me, um, you know what? Uh, it feels like September now. You know, the, this whole baseball season has been very odd. I think for all of us, real, real true uh, baseball fans. And it actually feels like September now, like it has the last four years. It really feels that uh, it feels like last year. It feels like the year before and the year before. At least to me, it does. Where now there's uh, there's so much, you know, there's anticipation between uh, between games. But now it's like you, you, you yeah. I mean, I'm going to count the hours till uh, till tomorrow's game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Todd, thanks for the call. Enjoy this one. Yeah, because that's it's going to snowball on you guys. It will. Now, again, Hendricks could haul off, and the Brewers can come up with five hits, and or or they could come up with nine hits, leave uh, twelve on base, and and score two runs and lose four two. I mean, it's 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 just the way baseball is. We hope not. Uh, Hendricks did pitch well his last time out, so he might be uh, getting back going. Uh, we'll see tomorrow. That's that's game two tomorrow. But 
I mean, it's just, I, I think there are some that have all, you know, looked at this thing as it, it doesn't matter type of season. I don't see it that way. If you're playing, you're playing. If it's a season, it's a season. 60 or 162, it's still a season. It still is. And, and Todd made a comment there. It, it almost seems like September now. Um, I think the weather may have a little something to do with that, but I think now that you – the math is simple now because you're not weeks and weeks away. Even 60 games, that's still a good chunk of baseball. It really is. Now, when you compare it relative to 162, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the sprint season. But just if you look at it, you know, isolated to 60 games, that's still uh, quite the handful of games. Well, now the math is simplified here a little bit. 18 games, 16 days. Just over two weeks of baseball, and it's over. And they're in it. They certainly are. Remember way back when they got swept in Pittsburgh? Boy, what we'd give for that back now, right? Winning two of three there. What situation the Brewers would be in? Since that point, six and four in the next ten. Then they hit the road for five. They go two and three. Now they bounce back with a win. Collectively, since that sweep, they're nine and seven. So that's a bigger chunk of games where they're a winning baseball team. And Cleveland's not a Cleveland's good. Detroit's as good as the Brewers in terms of the record. I mean, they've been playing some stiff competition here. They really have. Minnesota in that road trip. I mean, so you've had some stiff competition here um, throughout the season, and, and you're hanging tough. And, again, the last 16, 9, and 7. All right, let's check out the numbers. In this one, Avi Garcia in the leadoff spot, 2 for 3 with a walk. Keston Hira, E. 0 for 4, three strikeouts. Christian Yelich, 0 for 3. Three strikeouts, a walk, and one huge run scored. That that was big. Uh, let's see. Jed Jericho goes 1 for 4. Ryan Braun, 0 for 3 with one big RBI. Uh, Orlando Arcia, 1 for 3. Luis Urias, 0 for 2 with a couple of Ks. Tyrone Taylor, 0 for 2. He also uh, drew a walk. Jacob Nottingham, 0 for 3. Uh, you had something on, uh, by the way, Eric Sogard went 0 for 1 as well. You had something on Jacob Nottingham, Austin? Yeah, I do. Uh, this this might, I'm going to ask you a question here. If you're going to have Nottingham be your everyday starter right now, because right now the Brewers have a 1.57 ERA with Nottingham behind the plate. That's in 46 innings. The team is now 4-1 and one in his starts with two straight shutouts. Five starts, and they're 4-1. and one. He has really improved, Austin. That's a great stat, but, I mean, he has really improved. And he's young enough where eh, maybe he's a guy that takes a little time. But, uh, yeah, the two-run homer on Wednesday and has been been playing very, very well. He's he's really been on a nice roll. I didn't realize that he was this good defensively. He's doing a nice job defensively, and it looks like he's calling a great game. I, I saw Woody just once or twice tonight, the whole night, just just run through him again or, or shook him off a little bit. Outside of that, both Burns and Woody in their last two starts with Nottingham behind the dish, uh, they didn't really shake him off too much at all. That's uh, that's good to see. Well, he's caught for those guys before, you know, in, in the system. So That's true. That's they have true. some familiarity with each other, which is nice. As a matter of fact, Burns has pitched to him more than anyone else in his, his career, in his professional career. So you're right. Uh, that's, that's a great point. Coming up through the minors, naughty as they call him, uh, has caught those guys. Pitching lines tonight, Woody, seven innings, just the one hit, no runs, no walks, 12 strikeouts. He did hit a couple of batters. Devin Williams, one inning, one hit, no runs, no walks, two strikeouts. Josh Hader, one inning. No hits, no runs, no walks, and a couple of strikeouts. Brewers get that one run on just four hits with an error. The Cubs, no runs, two hits with one error. The win goes to Josh Hader. He's now 1-1. One and one. The loss to Rowan Wick. He is 0-1, oh and, and the Brewers with the victory, 20-22, 18 to play here uh, in the 2020 championship season as we're down to 18 games in 16 days. We're going to hear from manager Craig Council coming up 
uh, Ryan Braun on the way. Maybe a couple of words from Josh Hader. And if you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. You're listening to the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen celebrating a walk-off victory over the Cubs. And, you know, it's weird to say this, but I always like saying this when the Brewers beat the Cubs at Miller Park. Don't let the toll booth hit you in the tailgate. Well, without fans cruising down 94, it seems a little funky, but I'll still stay with it. One zip, Brewers win. We're back on the fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. One zip, Brewers beat the Cubs, walk-off fashion, brawny with the sack fly in the bottom of the ninth inning. You knew it would happen. You just felt it was going to happen. Somehow, some way, the ball was going to get in play, and that was going to be a Brewers victory. I mean, we were, uh, during that uh, pitching change to bring Jeffress in, uh, we were getting ready for the show. I mean, we're pretty convinced, uh, as convinced as you're going to be. And, and that's, that's a good thing. That's why Brawny is so impactful down the stretch here. I mean, he was the last couple of years, and he's just a, almost a driving force here. And you wonder if that leadership skill, both you know, on the field and off the field, is, gonna, is stepping up right now. You wonder about that. Also, you know, I wonder about the lineup, too. Craig Council did something today. He's only done one time this year, and that's send the lineup, the exact same lineup, back-to-back in games. So you scored 19 runs. I don't think he had a choice but to send that same crew right back out there. Uh, I wonder if if he might do it and throw away the splits, throw away the lefty-righty, the matchup thing. And I wonder if you won't see Ben Gamble in the leadoff spot against the right-hander tomorrow, and you'll see... Avisail Garcia, right back up there in the leadoff spot. I can tell you that's the one change I, I probably wouldn't make. I would leave Garcia alone. He's actually starting to find a rhythm here. Uh, he had a nice game, a couple of hits and a walk in, in tonight's ball game. Um, I, it, that's, a, that's a dilemma for a little bit of a di- dilemma for Craig Council going into game two tomorrow. Would you send 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 them right back out there? Let's do it again. Let's make it three in a row. Same guys. I I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I seriously doubt it. They scored just enough to win. It's a one zip walk off victory. Craig Council after the win. Craig, it's almost like mirror image starts by Corbin and Brandon. Uh, seven innings, one hit, no run, bunch of strikeouts. I mean, that's about as good as it gets, isn't it? Yeah, for both guys. I mean, it was, uh, this was, you know, this was a great performance by Woody. Um, he was, he was locked in, had it all working tonight. Um, and you know, I think, um, probably the last one probably got him, got him to this one. Sometimes you gotta, you know, get a little, I think he was upset with himself and and then, um, delivered a huge one. Craig, the performance on the other side was pretty good, too. What do you think about Lester keeping your guys down after you scored 19 runs uh, two days ago? Well, I don't think it had anything to do with 19 runs, but I think I think Lester was was good. He's um, He was on the edges tonight, um, and that's what he's good at, kind of working east-west. Um, cutter was good. The fastball ends good, and it kind of gets you off the, you know, the backdoor cutter and the changeup. So he, he pitched really well. He pitched really well. If, you know, we had a little bit of a chance in that that first inning, but uh, when he got out of that, he, you know, he got on, he got in a good, good groove. Devin hasn't had to worry about pitching with runners on base very often because he gives up hits so rarely. How big was it for him to recover from that two-out triple, strike out Rizzo there, and keep the game scoreless? Yeah, I mean, he's going to give up hits. I mean, I, I think um, that's part of it. Uh, I, don't, I didn't think it, he's. Ex- you know, he's going to have to pitch with runners on base. He knows that. Um, there's some really good hitters on the other other teams too. So I, I, I was, you know, he made great pitches to a good hitter though. Um, obviously Rizzo's a really good player, and um, he fell behind him, but still made came back and made some great pitches. So um, you know, any time those are those are big moments, huge moments. 
and um, he's, he's come through a whole bunch this year. Brandon said that tonight was really just a mentality switch for him and just about getting back to who he is. I mean, how much do you need to just, just for Woody to be himself down the stretch here? Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think that's a great statement by Brandon. Um, there, there wasn't, you know, this, the stuff, um, you know, that doesn't need to change. It's really good. Um, it works. Um, and I, I thought he just, he executed a whole bunch of pitches tonight and that, and that that's great. Jacob Nottingham did a really nice job for him, but he was down, down, and he just was dotting some down away corner pitches, um, you know, beautifully. So, but he did, you know, there was, you know, he, he, he just pitched beautifully tonight. He just kept executing pitches, kept executing pitches, kept coming at him. Um, and then it was, whether it was mentality or just, just executing pitches, it was, it was a wonderful job. Craig in the, Ninth inning when they bring in a sinker baller like JJ and go to a five-man infield and Ryan still executes a fly ball, you know, finds a pitching, get up there and drive. And that's pretty good at bat right there. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just knowing the familiarity maybe for Ryan, I think um, he's going to try to run it in on your hands. And, and that's – so it's it's easy to say get it in the air, but it's, it's not always that easy to do. Um, and he just, he, you know, I don't know where the pitch was, but chances are it probably just caught a little bit too much of the middle of the plate, and that's why you're able to get it up in the air. So it was good for Ryan getting, getting the right pitch to hit. Got any good fun with numbers comments about going from winning 19 to nothing to one to nothing? <laughs> um, it's two wins. It's two and oh. The zero is the big part, right? You never lose when you give up zero. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. But it's 2020, so you never know. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagnerplumbing.com. You know, it's not really uh, the are you kidding me moment of the game, maybe of these two games. Heading into Wednesday's game in Detroit, your run differential was minus 39. You just went 19 zip in a victory, one zip in a victory. That's plus 20. Your run differential was cut more than in half. You're now just minus 19. That's crazy. That's only in baseball. I love what Craig Council just a sense of humor right there. And that is, hey, there are two wins. You go from 19 runs to one run, there are two wins. That's all I know. You know, you're not going to lose when you score zero. Well, maybe it's crazy time. Are you kidding me? Moment right there. The two games combined. Hey, and I agree with him uh, in this regard. He said it didn't have to look perfect the other day. You just get the win. Hey, that's, that's all it comes down to now because we can't look at this season as um, a normal season, obviously. And we're, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I, th- I think baseball as a whole, fans as a whole, industry as a whole, is not going to look at this thing as, as a normal thing. So wipe that away. You don't care. You don't care necessarily what those numbers are going to look like at the end of the year. You only care right now about the win and the loss. You know, they got the win. I don't care if Christian Yellich struck out three times. I cared during the game, of course. But at the end of the night, they get the victory, and you don't really care. You just go back at it tomorrow, and you hope Christian goes four for four and just manhandles the Cubs for a, for a banner night. Uh, we're hoping that that occurs. Ryan Braun gets the uh, walk-off sack fly. I don't think it surprised anybody that you just feel it. I mean, you could. Once Devin Williams, you know, man on third, he gives up the triple. And, I, you know, you wonder – and, and I can understand it. There's these uh, brewers here this season have programmed you a little bit to be <laughs> to be fearful of things like that, where it's just, oh, man, a solo homer in the eighth and the brewers fall uh, in this one, game one of a three-game set, and it's, it's one zip on a Chris Bryant eighth-inning home run. Uh, the last time Devin went, it didn't go out. That was the celebration for me at the time. That didn't go out. There's not a lot of pressure or as much pressure 
you know, down one zip uh, into the bottom of the eighth and bottom of the ninth inning. So you just, you just, you just don't care how it occurs. You just care about getting the victory, and it doesn't have to be a fashion show anymore. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I mean, this does still seem like it should be, you know, late May or maybe early June. It, it does seem like that in baseball time, but it's not. It's 18 games. It's 16 days of baseball in the regular season here in 2020. That's all you get. Spark of the game with Current Electric, your electrician superheroes at callcurrent.com. Um yeah, I'm I'm a little undecided, Austin. Is it is it Woody's performance that sparked up a win? I think it has to be Woody. We've been talking about how he needs that big game, and he he gave it to us tonight. Yeah, I agree. There's your spark of the game, Brandon Woodruff, and his performance: seven innings, just the one hit, and uh, and twelve strikeouts in this performance. You know, back to back by Burns and Woody. You got to be pleased with that. All right, well, we'll take a break. Uh, still want to get to Ryan Braun on the other side. I uh, I think he makes a habit of killing the Cubs. That's that's such a good trait to have. <laughs> one of my favorite players. Maybe for that reason, well, that might be one of the bigger reasons why he's one of my favorite players is because he likes to pick on the Cubs a little bit. If you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Just 18 games left. You take them one by one. You don't care. 19 zip or one zip. We'll take them. As Counts just said, it's 2-0. We'll be back here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. You know, all of these wins, all of these games set up a bigger game tomorrow. Isn't that the way we have to look at this thing? 18 to play, 16 days. You got game two tomorrow. Look at uh, Brett Anderson and uh, Kyle Hendricks and the numbers in in just a little bit. But um, we still need to relish in the glory of this one here. (laughs) A walk-off win over the Chicago Cubs. One to nothing. I know it sounds, hey, who cares? I'm, I'm with that uh, 110%. I do wonder if you, you run uh, Brawny and, and company right back out there with the same lineup. Mm, I doubt that's going to happen, but I would definitely consider it. You get two wins in a row like this, you know, one on the road against Detroit. Detroit's not a bad team. They're still in build mode, but still not having a bad year relative to this year. Uh, and then you come back and, and beat the Cubs, and they're a pretty good baseball team for sure. I, I think that's legit. But uh, I would definitely uh, have to I, – I would have to really weigh the options of, eh, you know what, it's going against the grain a little bit. I'm going to run them back out there again. We'll see about that. Uh, Ryan Braun was the designated hitter today, and uh, let's go inside the clubhouse with window select and hear from Brawny. Hey Ryan, uh, from nineteen nothing to one to nothing, baseball can be a weird game, can it? Absolutely. I mean, we said it the other day, but you never know what what each individual day is going to bring. The way things have gone for us offensively, I think we might have just scored all the runs we're going to score for the rest of the week on uh, Wednesday. So um, it was unlikely we were going to score nineteen again, but it was nice to be able to to find a way to win a game with one. And obviously, it's a result of Woody having a dominant start, and then uh, you know Devin and Josh continuing to do what they've done all season. Ryan, what did you think you saw from Brandon? He was pretty frustrated when he spoke to us last time in Cleveland getting knocked out in the fifth inning. Yeah, I think he just, you know, finished the job today. I think if you look at almost all of his starts, he's been dominant through at least three or four innings. He runs into one tough inning, whether it's uh, unlucky or just some well-placed hits. Um, It seems like he has an inning where things don't go his way. Um, And he was able to avoid that tonight. Just dominant stuff. You saw a lot of bad swings, a lot of soft contact when they did put the ball in play. Um, he really threw the ball about as well as, as you can throw a baseball as a starting pitcher. So um, very encouraging for us. You know, I said it earlier, but if we can find a way to sneak into this postseason, I certainly wouldn't want to face him and, and Corbin in first two games of the series. You get a performance like that from Brandon and from the bullpen. I mean, how much do you want to make sure you don't kind of put a performance like that to waste to get a win? I imagine you hate to lose a game like that when you get a pitch performance like that. 
Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we had to find a way to win that game, I think, especially when you use your, your best relievers. I mean, obviously, those two guys at the end of the game, every time they pitch, um, it's that much more important and significant that we find a way to win those games. Uh, you know, as an offense, we needed to find a way to scratch out a run there. Uh, Yelly started it off by getting on base, had a good at-bat. Jed hit the ball the other way. Um, it gave me an opportunity. But uh, as you alluded to, when, when our pitching is that good, we have to find a way to score a run. Ryan, did it feel weird facing JJ? Everything about this year feels weird, man. I mean, usually, obviously, we're in that situation. The crowd's into it. It's loud. There's a level of intensity and, and adrenaline that comes with a normal September baseball game between us and the Cubs with postseason implications. Uh, the whole thing's really weird. It's still very challenging for all of us to have the same level of focus and intensity and adrenaline. Um, you know, obviously JJ was here forever where a lot of us are still very close with him. He's had a great year for them. Uh, you know, I was glad I was able to put the ball in the air against him. It's not an easy thing to do with his, his sinker and his splitter. Brian, it wasn't that long ago. You, you called the hitters meeting and you spoke up about positivity. And now we see you guys wearing the, the positivity train shirts. I mean, is that going to be a big part of this, you know, just as you guys get through this final stretch? Yeah, I mean, it's been a, a running theme for us for the last couple of weeks. I think it has helped us play at least a little bit better. Obviously, this year is incredibly uh, unique and challenging in so many ways, and it, and it becomes difficult to always stay positive. So, um, you know, it's just a commitment we made to each other about regardless of how difficult or challenging things may be, um, we're all going to try to stay positive or staying on that positivity train. Uh, there's days you want to jump off the train, but you got to stay on. So uh, regardless of, of how we finish up, it's important that we all continue to stay positive and optimistic here over the next couple of weeks of baseball. Ryan, you beat a five-man infield is to do what you did, hit a fly ball. But but do you remember ever facing one before? Um. Not that I can remember off the top of my head. I mean, obviously, in that situation, uh, teams do it pretty commonly. Um, I, I don't know JJ's ground ball rate, but I'm sure it's extremely high. So obviously, it makes sense. Uh, in that situation, um, I don't remember off the top of my head having faced it, but I've, I've uh, been on the defensive side of it a number of times. Brian, um, just how are you feeling and are you, how confident are you that you'll be able to contribute the, the rest of these couple of weeks? Uh, I feel pretty good. I really do. I mean, obviously, it's been a you know challenging season for me, some stopping and starting um, for all of us. But but for me specifically, you know, at the end of spring training, I dealt with some things physically. I had the freak finger thing, uh, then the back flare up a little bit. So there's been a number of stops and, and starts to my season, which makes it challenging to get in a rhythm. Uh, but I feel really good right now. This is the time of year where I enjoy playing baseball the most. Um, obviously, the games are all of the utmost uh, importance and significance. So um, the goal is to be able to, to, to be my best and, and contribute as, as often as possible here down the stretch. Well, you hear, heard it right there. You hear Ryan Braun talk about feeling good, and that, uh, that's always a good thing. But you never know. I mean, you'd love him to, to play a part in the next 18 games. You know that's not going to happen, right? We all know that that's not going to happen. But can he play a part in 15 I mean, that's what it comes down to. You see, I, I recall you know, earlier in the year in one-run games, just me losing my mind that Brawny in some of those games, I'm convinced makes a difference. It does. And I think, you know, in all honesty, I think if he could play, he would. I'm going to hang my hat on that. And Austin and I have had many conversations throughout this season about you know, it's tough to get on the dude if 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 he's hurt. If he's hurt, he's hurt. You know, if it, if if he can go eighty percent of Ryan Braun is probably a better case scenario than some other alternatives that you've got here, based on his ex experience, based on a lot of different factors. Man, you'd like to see him play. You know, fourteen of the eighteen. Is is that fair? I, I'm not sure. I mean, you're playing DH, so it does. You know a little less impact when you're not running around out there in the outfield. But in a, in a game like tomorrow, Brett Anderson, ground ball pitcher. Do you want, you know, Keston here at second base? I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw him out there. So, Brawny, can he play a little outfield? And you do a little different configuration. So, a lot of moving parts there, but it's good to see Ryan Braun. Good to hear. Ryan Braun says he feels pretty good right now. That's that's a great sign. Check the scoreboard and uh, interesting comments from the Cubs manager. We'll have that for you next here. It's the Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show here on the Fan.
It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. All right, final few minutes of the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Still a little to get to here as uh, we'll check the scoreboard and uh, any other major news that's going on around the league. But um, Brawny, interesting comments there. And, you know, the way these guys are pitching, Burns and Woody, I think uh, based on the last couple of starts, certainly for uh, Corbin Burns, and based on this start here for Woody, uh, he's right. That's you know the the deal is get into the postseason, and you know I would hate to face you know Woody and and Burns in the playoffs in the first two games. I love the way you're thinking, Ryan Braun. I do. <laughs> That's the way you do it because you don't you don't you don't ever know in baseball. That baseball, they just scored 19 runs for a victory and then one run today. Okay, yeah, there's just more proof. You never, ever know. Uh, speaking of Woodruff, uh, David Ross, the Chicago Cubs skipper, uh, what was the ex- – I want to make sure the quote is exact, Austin. Yeah, it was short and sweet. Uh, David Ross on Brandon Woodruff said, that's a number one starter, that's a real ace. And that's what we've been talking about for the most part the last uh, year or so. Uh, of Woody, an all-star, uh, was hampered a little bit with the oblique last year, struggled. As, as you heard from Ryan Braun, you've heard from Woody, too, and, and Craig Council, and you guys know this as well. He does pitch well early, runs into the snag. You may recall uh, a few weeks ago against the Chicago Cubs where you know he gets into the fifth inning, he's dominating through four, gets one out in the fifth inning, and six consecutive Cubs reach base. And 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 that's hasn't been his only fifth inning that he runs into into a brick wall. So he was due for this. This is more of what he is and what he's going to be, in my estimation. I think he's he's going to be an elite pitcher. And and I don't know about Burns, but boy, if Burns is if this is the true Corbin Burns. Boy, you've got something cooking here. You do. You really do. Let's get a, co- a couple of comments in before we check the scoreboard from Brandon Woodruff. Brandon, you must feel that was the best game you've ever pitched in the big leagues, right? I mean, total control, one hit, 12 strikeouts. Yeah, um, definitely definitely a good night. Um, been, you know, last few weeks, been trying to put in some good work and, and um, you know, trying to turn things around. and. Um, it's not that I've been pitching bad. I just haven't been pitching the way I want to. And um, I think tonight was, um, you know, getting back to, to who I am. How'd you do it, Brandon? What was the focus? Uh, a couple of things you were really thinking about coming into this one. Um, you know, nothing, nothing mechanical, nothing. Um, Honestly, really, the biggest difference tonight was just getting ahead, winning, winning the the one one counts, the oh counts for the most part. Uh, got in a little trouble there in the fifth, but um, I think tonight the the biggest difference was just a little bit of a mentality change. Just um, you know, taking a couple different uh, or taking a couple deep breaths there and kind of slowing things down, and and um, I think that helped me allow allowed me to make a couple pitches, big pitches there to to get out of the inning. So. Um, yeah, just I think overall, just getting ahead. Um, you know, for any pitcher, if we can get ahead and uh, stay ahead, that's it's huge for us. Woody, your fastball is always such a weapon for you, but it seemed like today it was even more so. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, um, I, I think um, just for me, getting to when when I start throwing um, all speed over for strikes and throwing quality strikes with the all speed. Um, it helps the fastball play up more. So um, tonight, I think um, I was able to do that for the most part. Was getting ahead, mixing in the slider, the curveball, the changeup, and uh, for the most part, getting it, getting it over for strikes, and then expanding when I had two strikes. And anytime you can do that, um, it just helps that fastball play up a little bit better. So um, and it helps when when you're locating it well too. So um, overall, that's I think that was the difference tonight was just getting ahead and. Uh, and then just making pitches when I when I got ahead with two strikes. Brandon, on your strikeouts, seven of them were caught looking. Yeah. Is that a good indicator to you that you're yes. really making them guess? Yes, that's um, 
I go back to, you know, last year when I had some some higher strikeout games, it's um, when guys are looking, that's telling you as a pitcher, they're guessing at the plate. So um, that that's a good thing. Um, you know, and if they swing and miss, that's, that's great. Um, but if they're taking pitches, um, it, it tells you as a pitcher that you're mixing it up really well and you, you've got them guessing up there. So uh, it was definitely a good sign. And, and um, it was a great, great team win for sure tonight. We needed that one. You said you needed it, but just how big was, I mean, the last home stand of the season facing the division leaders, just how important was it to kind of get this going in the right foot? It was huge. Um, I think, you know, last, last game putting up all the runs and, you know, what a crazy game it is. You know, we throw up 19 runs and then, uh, comes down to the last inning was score one run. So um, I think, you know, it's this is our time to go. We're going to, have to start playing well. And, um, you know, tonight was a was a great team win. And, um, you know, we played spectacular defense, bullpen, shut it down. Um, the offense did what they needed to do at the right time. So, um, you know, hopefully we can keep it going and, and you know, rattle off some wins here and, and at the, you know, close out September and, and get into the playoffs. Brandon, both you and Corbin pitched seven innings, shutout ball, one hit. You think you'll ask him why he got 19 runs and you got none while you were in? Uh, no, you know, <laughs> I might have to. I'll, I'll take that up with him, but uh, no, it's 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 all good as long as we can go out there and put up zeros. That's our job. Uh, offense will, will will take care of us. So, and that that's what they did tonight. So, um, as long as we're winning ball games, I don't care how we win them. So at this point, you just you want to win. So that that's the main goal. Brandon, what did you think of the stuff you saw from John Lester on the other side? Yeah, um, you know, I I guess you could say vintage John. He was throwing that cutter, mixing it up, throwing strikes, getting ahead, uh, getting weak contact. That's that's his game. So um, I think honestly, it kept both of us in a rhythm that we were going out there and putting up you know quick innings and getting each other back out there. Um, as pitchers, that's always that, that helps. I mean, you want to score runs, but it, it definitely keeps you in a rhythm. So, um, no, he pitched, he pitched great tonight. And, um, um, I'm just glad we come out on the, the good side of it. Yeah. And they did tonight, a walk-off victory. Brawny with the sack fly in the bottom of the ninth inning. There's Brandon Woodruff. He is the, uh, Brewers ace, or is he? Him and Burns, uh, when they're on, man, that's one hell of a one-two punch. Again, reverting back to what Ryan Braun said, to face those two in the first two games of a playoff series, and they're on, you have a chance to win that series. You do. Now the trick is getting in. 18 games remaining, 16 days left here in the 2020 championship season. Austin, Texas, uh, some scoreboard info yeah we'll start in st louis where the reds were in town to take on the cardinals luis castillo pitched his first complete game in the majors uh two hitter for the reds tonight the reds uh won by a total of three to one castillo got got his uh second win he's now two and five and adam wainwright got his first loss he's four and one on the season now uh joey Votto also homered in that game well that tightens things up a little bit uh because the brewers were what two back of st louis now just the one uh in the nl central so four back of uh chicago and now just one game back of st louis the brewers are with this win yep and we'll check out the nl central standings here in just a second but we head to kansas city where pittsburgh was in town to take on the royals uh pittsburgh fell tonight by a score of three to four um, they go down in that one. The updated M, uh, NL Central standings: the Cubs still in first place at 26 and 20. They have a three-game lead on the Cardinals at 19 and 19. The Brewers sit in third at 20 and 22, four games back, uh, just a game back uh, to tie that playoff spot mm-hmm. with the Cardinals. Uh, the Reds sit in fourth place at 20 and 25. They're five and a half back, and the uh, Pirates still in the basement at 14 and 28, ten games back. Um, in some other baseball news, Friday and Saturday night's games for the Giants and Padres were postponed after a positive COVID-19 test within the Giants organization. Mm, yeah, that's that's not good. So, you know, they've, they've been, uh, for the most part, Major League Baseball has, uh, has gotten through this thing two-thirds through. There have been some bumps in the road, maybe a little bit of a... Uh, a bigger bump for an organization like like the Marlins, certainly the Cardinals. They're starting to catch back up here, and part of that will be this next series starting Monday against St. Louis. 
where you get five uh, games in the three days. But uh, I like those standings, man. Things starting to tighten up in the NL Central, and they'll go back at it tomorrow. Brewers and Cubs, game two of this three-game set, where uh, Kyle Hendricks will take the take the ball for the Cubs, a uh, five-and-four mark and a 3-4 ERA. Brett Anderson, the left-hander, goes against the Cubs. He comes in two-and-three, a 4-64 ERA. Uh, we'll have the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show at 5. And then after the last bits, of course, hopefully talking about a Brewers victory here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show after game two tomorrow night. All I want is a chance here. And, and all you're looking for, every game is big. You understand that. But, you know, the Brewers have uh, played themselves into this situation. And that is, you, know, you get a win tomorrow. You have a chance to do what you what you wanted to do. It's it's tough to say, yeah, I want to sweep. It is for, for any series, any team. But with a win tomorrow, they're in a position to, to get that on Sunday. Just set up that chance on Sunday. And it's a it's it's a big game tomorrow. So if the roller coaster offensive ride continues, you score nineteen, you score one. How about we meet in the middle there nine or ten runs tomorrow off Hendricks? And you run away with, like, some 9-3 victory or something like that. Hopefully, cross your fingers, just 18 games left in 16 days for the 2020 season. Uh, thanks to uh, Austin, Texas. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll get you ready with the On Deck Show again at 5. My name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the rest of your night. And remember, as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.